I started doing physical exercise to get in better shape. In one of my classes, two students became my worst bullies. They relentlessly bullied me every day that I came to class. They would look down on me because I was not in shape and they were very fit. But then it went too far and I had to get revenge. So I ruined their lives and exposed them for the snakes they are. Here's what I did. Subscribe to Am I the Jerk on YouTube and hit the bell to turn on notifications. I'm a woman originally from Russia. On New Year's Day of 2018, I resolved to get in shape. I was never overweight, but growing up in Russia and spending my very early adulthood there, I smoked like a chimney and my cardio was garbage. Going to college in America didn't help matters because I started drinking to go along with my smoking. I decided to start going to spin class. I work at a marketing firm and chose a particular spin class because I received a free year-long membership as a holiday office party present that year. It was a generous gift because it was a trendy, pricey boutique spin studio. I've ridden bikes my whole life, so I thought, how hard can it be to ride a bike that doesn't go anywhere? But my first day in class was a rude awakening. It was clear that the class that I was attending, an early morning class for people to attend before work, was an advanced one where a majority seemed to be already a part of the culture and very fit. It was obvious I couldn't keep up. The instructor was really nice and told me that since I'm new, it's a good idea for me to ride up front so that I can watch him and copy what he does more accurately. Or alternatively, he can easily see what I'm doing and offer alternatives if I'm not doing things right. I thought, what a great guy and what a great class. There were these other two students in the class though who gradually made my morning spin classes suck. Valerie was obviously very fit. She looked like a model and obviously worked hard to look as good as she did. Boris was her male equivalent. They were both about my age, maybe a few years older, but it was clear they were far more fit than me. They were obviously very invested in that particular gym's culture and in what they were always decked out in, in the store brand athletic wear. I'm not going to lie, they look good wearing it. They weren't a couple, but it was obvious that Boris had a thing for Valerie and Valerie was aware of it and not reciprocating. Whatever they were doing, it wasn't my business. That thing about both of them being far more fit than me, they didn't let me forget it. For some reason, they seemed to take offense to the fact that I was riding up front. I can see why. The front two rows were filled with the very strongest, fittest people. The let's take a selfie sort of gym people. Except those ones seemed actually fit. At the same time, all the other super hot girls and guys, especially the guys, were very nice to me and didn't seem to care that I rode up front. Whereas Valerie and Boris would always shoot these sideward disgusted glances at me or smirk. I'm not a confrontational person, so I wouldn't do the thing most people would do in that situation. Such as say, what the frick is your problem, B? I always got to class super early to dress up and adjust my bike. The gym has a policy, first come, first serve, when it comes to choosing one of the 30 bikes in the studio. I noticed a lot of other people who show up early who are also clearly less fit than the stars that occupy the first couple of rows, but they seem to self-segregate into the very back. I was still new as it was my first couple of weeks, so I sat up front because I was still finding my rhythm. I'd sit right up front where the instructor told me so that I could watch him and he could watch me. Every time he would come in, he would greet me enthusiastically and praise me for my commitment to fitness. It was little wonder why his class was so popular. Everyone held him in high regard. Sometimes in class, he would shout encouragements to the class as a whole, but also gave personal shout outs to certain students, despite the darkness of the room. When the instructor said, great job there, OP, you're killing it. I 
noticed both Boris and Valerie give each other a look and shake their heads laughing. I never knew for sure why Valerie hated me, but I think it might be because we were both Russian and no one else who went to that early class seemed to be, and she wanted to be the only Eastern European girl. Who knows? As for Boris, he followed Valerie because he wanted to get in her pants. Boris and Valerie usually showed up right when class was starting and the whole place was packed, and yet they were so entitled that there were always two bikes up front right next to each other reserved for them. Despite the crowd at 5.30am, there were still a couple of empty bikes in the middle or back, but that wasn't good enough for them. I'd be right in the front row too. I got there early and it was my right to sit wherever I please, and yet despite them showing up at the last second, they shake their heads at me like I'm the one who's got a lot of nerve. Well, this goes on day after day for a whole month, and despite the fact that I'm no longer new and starting to get more fit and don't really need the instructor so much just to survive the hour on the bike, I still sit right up front. I thought maybe the particular bike that I was selecting had some significance to Valerie or Boris, and that's why they copped up such an attitude all the time. I always rode on the same bike. By this time, I was a bit chummy with a lot of the other women and knew their names, and we'd hug in the morning. I thought I should make peace with Valerie, if not Boris, who always gave me a, I hate you because Valerie hates you. But if there was no Valerie, I'd totally go out with you type of vibe. So when I saw Valerie that morning, as usual, she showed up right when class started and sat next to me. I politely asked, was this your bike before and you were used to it? We can trade if you'd like. She rolls her eyes at me and gives Boris a look and like a donkey, he smirks too. She actually says, you should sit in the back. We're moving people up here and you're hogging the mirror space. There was a whole wall mirror in front of the classroom. I'm thinking, what is this, high school? What the heck? You've got to be 30 years old and you're acting like this? And seriously, you may be fitter than me, but I'm just as tall and I don't weigh any more than you do or take up any more space in the mirror and it wouldn't matter even if I did. We're adults, or at least I am. (sighs) That's what I wish I said. Instead, I just put my head down and went on with my class. Eventually, I got so familiar with the other students because the same regulars would come to class every day that we all became friends on social media. I even became social media friends with the instructor. I don't post much on social media. I don't show where I work or every single thing I do or my random brain farts. I just post the occasional photo. On one of these rare photos where I was admittedly begging for approval because I was proud of developing abs, the spin instructor himself commented how proud he was of me. A lot of people from spin class also said nice things. I was friends with neither Valerie nor Boris on social media, but they both liked the instructor's comment on my photo. And my guess is because they both like to kiss his butt, they certainly never showed me any kindness in class, unlike everyone else who was supportive of me. I clicked on their names and my suspicions were confirmed. Both of them practically lived on social media and took endless selfies showing off their body and humble bragging nonstop. They also made no secret of who their employers were. Valerie tried to claim that she was a model, even though it was clear her only real job was being a sales rep for a beauty brand. Valerie was only a model in the take a picture of yourself using your iPhone in front of the bathroom mirror sense. So Valerie, I guess that makes me a model too. These two were such idiots that they'd post really dumb things on each other's walls. It didn't seem like they really had lives other than to talk trash 
much about people. I saw that they had one exchange where they were clearly talking about me. How do I know? Because they actually said my name and said that I was ugly and a wannabe and skinny fat and all this other horrible stuff. They also talked a lot about other people in the class and said horrible things and actually named names. It doesn't seem like they were friendly with the other people, even the very fit people who in some cases were even fitter. In terms of the class, they were social media friends with the instructor and some of the other teachers on the schedule and with each other, but not anyone else. Anyway, I actually confirmed my suspicion that Boris was low-key thirsty. After the spin instructor made a nice comment on my picture and Boris saw that I existed online, he sent me a private message asking me to go for coffee sometime. I ignored the message, which is just as well because the next time in class he ignored me and just followed Valerie's normal smirk and routine. I don't like to start drama, but I don't like being bullied and trashed either. I screen captured and saved a lot of both Valerie and Boris's comments where they trashed at least a dozen people in our class and then made a dummy Facebook account. I fired off every screen capture to the owner of the studio, not just the manager of that particular branch, but the owner of the whole company in addition to the branch manager. I let them know that these two cretins were trashing many people in the morning class and creating a hostile, unwelcome environment. I was was also nice enough to send the appropriate screen captures where Boris and Valerie named specific people in the class to those actual people they named if their accounts weren't set up where only friends could message them or post on their feeds. In less than a week, Boris and Valerie were gone. Both had their memberships revoked and were banned from every one of the brand's studios. Several of the people that Valerie insulted were sufficiently offended that they sent emails to Valerie's employer. Valerie has previously mentioned made no secret of where she worked about what a hateful body shaming person she was and how such a person should not be any kind of brand ambassador from what the other girls in the studio tell me valerie got fired from her job don't worry valerie you still have your modeling career of taking selfies in your panties next to your toilet in your apartment i had the pleasure of seeing some of the less patient ripped buff dudes in class who didn't find it amusing that boris was telling valerie on facebook that he could beat up anyone in class, openly offering to let him test his theory anytime, anywhere. Unfortunately, Boris was too occupied up front getting his membership canceled and being refunded and being told to never come back, please, to make such arrangements. See ya, jerk. Boris had a wannabe, unlicensed personal training business that he talked about on Facebook, and several of the men in the class who had legit training certificates shut him down with a quickness. There's always Starbucks. Maybe I'll go for coffee sometime and buy it from you, Boris Easta. As for me, I still show up early, but I usually find my comfort zone in row two now, or even further back. There's always new students, and I like for them to sit right up front so they feel welcome. That's what it means to be in a fitness community. Everyone's welcome. This isn't some kind of high school cafeteria. You can't sit with us, nonsense. I love the class so much, I kept going into 2019 as a paying member, even after my free year was finished. In 18 months, I've posted pictures related to the spin class. That four pack is coming in nicely. Lol. From certain angles anyway. Goals. I haven't smoked in ages. I still drink like a fish. It's the Russian in me, I think. I honestly hope Boris and Valerie grew up. I low-key hope they marry because they deserve each other. Though I also hope they don't breed because that much narcissism from two parents would result in a kid with a lot of issues. So am I the jerk for taking revenge on my two bullies? The little detail that stands 
stands out to me here is the fact that Boris asked the original poster out for coffee. So at some point, he must have been willing to lose his relationship with Valerie if he was able to hop from that ship into the ship of the original poster. But then she didn't respond, so he just went back to acting like normal. If she said yes to going out for coffee, would he really have been prepared to go against Valerie? Then suddenly Boris is no longer the bully, he would be the boyfriend if they got together because of that. I also get the sense that there's some sort of weird love triangle going on where Boris likes Valerie, but Valerie, even though we don't get any direct hints, maybe is into the instructor of the class. And because of that, she already dislikes everyone else in the class, but she hates the OP because the instructor is showing the OP attention. But outside of all of that, it's just really sad when people try and put down others that are trying to get into better shape. One of the quotes in response that really fits here is, mocking overweight people at the gym is like mocking alcoholics in AA. The fact that the OP is there means that she's trying. She's working on healthier habits. And the vast majority of people are encouraging about that, or at the very least will stay out of her way. So that's why I think the issue isn't really that the OP is out of shape and Valerie hates her for that for some reason. There's probably something more to this, like jealousy on the part of the OP receiving attention from the instructor. Or if not, if she's really just making fun of her because she's out of shape and she's in this spin class, then maybe she's just that insecure. But let me know how you interpret this whole situation. Do you think that her revenge on the bullies was going too far or was it justified? Jerk or not a jerk and why? Am I the jerk for being upset that my wealthy boyfriend got me a cheap gift? I'm a 21 year old female. My boyfriend is also 21. He comes from a wealthy family and I am from a middle class family. His family went on a cruise and all the siblings and their significant others came along. I was happy to be there and very grateful that his parents invited me. At one point, everyone was sitting down together and my boyfriend started bringing out gifts. His parents and siblings and their significant others got things like watches, dresses, fine wines, and other clearly expensive things. When he got to me, he gave me one of those plastic bracelets with their company name on it. You can get those at the company's main headquarters for free. I was a little taken aback and a little embarrassed, but didn't want to be rude. Everyone was kind of looking at me in a way that they were both amused and also pitiful. I didn't want to complain, so I said thanks and moved on. When we got inside, I asked my boyfriend what that was about, and he told me to be grateful and stop complaining because he always gets me nice gifts, which is true. I just stopped pushing it because I felt like I was being selfish, and he did have a point. I feel like what he did was very degrading. He could have gotten me no gift at all, and that would have been less humiliating. I feel like trash for feeling this way. He's always been mindful, and I don't understand why he did that. It made me feel cheap in front of everyone. I don't know. Am I the jerk for feeling this way or even bringing it up? But before you decide, here's a little more information. Me and my guy have been dating for two years. His family and I get along very well. His parents paid for the cruise for everyone. Somebody pointed out that it's actually called a yacht and not a cruise. It's his family's yacht and his parents paid for us, meaning they paid for the chefs, the butlers, the plane tickets to come out to that place. I didn't know there was a difference. Minor detail, but yeah. Jumping into the future, there is an update. I straight up asked him what went through his mind when he did that. I told him I've been thinking about it ever since we came back from the trip. Why was he even giving out gifts? Why did he give me that? Why did he think it was okay? And actually, nobody guessed what the reason was correctly, and neither did I. He was giving out gifts because he wanted to give me a big gift, and I was supposed to be the last one. He actually had managed to set up a day with me and this adorable cat that I follow on TikTok. The owner lives close near the harbor where we'd be stopping, and I've loved this cat since 2020 when we first started dating. I still stalk the page regularly, but the owner had backed out last minute even after charging a ton of money. We were supposed to meet soon, but he didn't have a gift for me and basically got scammed. He said what he did was stupid, and he just took a bracelet 
canceled out last minute to save face, but now he realizes it was stupid. As for his comments, he apologized and said he has no excuse. He said he was more angry with himself and the cat owner and just took it out on me. I understood and forgave him because it was out of character and I know he just wanted to do something nice for me. So, was I the jerk for being disappointed with the cheap gift that my wealthy boyfriend gave me? When the boyfriend first gave the OP that gift and then later on said that she should be grateful and stop complaining because he always gets her nice gifts, I immediately thought that this was some sort of test, like those gold digger pranks you see, or sometimes they call them gratitude tests to see if somebody will be happy even when they get a gift that's not great. There was actually a video that a lot of people were sharing recently where a guy brings a girl to McDonald's and he's filming her in the car and she gets upset and says, I thought you were taking me out to eat because she's all dressed up. And the guy says, yeah, I am. This is where we're going to eat at McDonald's. But at the last moment, her disappointment turns into sort of a gratitude because she says, oh, they have great fries here. And then all the comments in response to that say, she passed the vibe check. She passed the vibe check. So I definitely thought this was the direction it was going since he was so defensive, but the whole thing just happened because the cat owner canceled on him and he was frustrated. So he actually was angry at her in that moment, it sounds like, because he said he had no excuse for his comment there. So if your significant other gave you a gift like this, would it bother you or would you be fine with it? Let me know down below in jerk or not a jerk and why. Am I the jerk for bringing my sister-in-law's wallet to the restaurant when she conveniently always forgets it? I'm a 28-year-old female and my sister-in-law, Amy, who's 26, always comes to visit from out of town. She stays with us instead of at a hotel and always wants to go to expensive restaurants. She always conveniently forgets her wallet or comes up with excuses as to why she can't pay her share. She has implied since I make much more money than her, I should be the one to pay. No, not my husband should pay, but me specifically. I do make a fair amount of money, but not so much that I can treat someone every time they come into town. Nonetheless, in the past, I have just paid the bill and asked her to pay me back and she never has. She had made a reservation at an extremely expensive restaurant last night and before we left I made it clear that I wouldn't be paying her bill. This is where I might be the jerk. I'll admit I got this move straight from an episode of Two and a Half Men. As we were leaving, her and her husband went to the car. I pretended to forget something and went back inside. I found her wallet sitting right on top of her suitcase. I put it in my purse and we went to the restaurant. When we were done eating, I asked for separate bills. She said no, we need one bill because she forgot her wallet again. I reached into my purse and said, this wallet? She was extremely furious. She said that I should not have touched or grabbed her wallet. So am I the jerk for taking her wallet and bringing it to the restaurant? I'm surprised that she would even continue to go eat out with her sister-in-law again after all this. Or if she did, as some people pointed out, bring her wallet, but don't bring your wallet. So there's no choice but for her to pay for the whole bill. And if somebody said, if you do that, then just never go to eat at a restaurant with her again. But honestly, this is some shady behavior from the sister-in-law. She's purposely trying to engineer these situations so that she can get delicious food and then put the bill on someone else every time. The OP is obviously married into the family, so she doesn't get a choice on who the sister-in-law is, but you still get a choice on who you want to spend your time with. Let me know how you would handle this down below in jerk or not a jerk and why. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories in this series, use the playlist at the top of the description. And next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search for cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever music platform you use for copyright free music to use for your stream. It's free cream of the stream. Either way, thanks a lot for listening. We'll see you guys next time.